What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Rick Knows Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek. A little bit different today. We only got audio because I'm currently not home, so I don't got my camera. But there's so much NBA basketball to talk about, so many good games from Sunday night that I want to tap into. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's start with the L.A. Lakers getting their very first win of the season after starting off 2-0. A tough fall game against the Memphis Grizzlies, who have been playing really well so far this season. And before we get into the Lakers, I want to talk about the Grizzlies because Memphis... Is led by John Morant, and he's having a sensational season so far. And somebody that really has a good chance of being an all-star so far through the first week of the season. He had 40 points and 10 assists last night, the first player in Grizzlies history to do so. And the Grizzlies, are they're looking nice, man. A team that always seems to come back after surprising everybody the previous season. They come back with a roster that doesn't look as good as it did the year before. And they just somehow continue to surprise people, man. And John Morant is the leader of this bunch. I love how they've put in DeAnthony Melton in the starting lineup. Um, it's looked very, very good so far. So far, they have not had Dylan Brooks um, playing. He's been out with an injury. So that's going to be another good player when they, when they get him back. Desmond Bain has been playing really well. They haven't really got great production from Jaron Jackson, but we know that he's so talented he'll be able to pick it up. And I'm really liking what I'm seeing so far from the Grizzlies. Once again, they might be in contention for that, you know, playing at the very least because a team that is so well coached, John Morant leads this group very well, and they have a great supporting cast. Steven Adams has been playing well for them so far this season. I'm excited about the Grizzlies, but they were unable to get the win last night despite the great performance from Morant because the Lakers decided to play one of their best games of the season so far. Um, I think game one, they looked pretty good. They just kind of folded in the fourth quarter. Game two, they played terrible, but last night they played very well. Um... LeBron went down, um, I think, during the first half with a little shaky injury, but he got up and he was cool. Um, a little scary there to see Braun go down. Didn't have really a great game, but Anthony Davis was decent enough <laughs> you know, to carry the load offensively. Really, the Lakers didn't play well, but you know, Carmelo off the bench, 28 points, 6 of 8 from downtown, 10 to 15 from the floor. Very good game for Melo off the bench. The Malik Monk minutes looked very well. He had 20 minutes off the bench. Put in 12 points, look very good. I think he's somebody that can be very valuable to this Laker team. I love the Dwight Howard minutes. Austin Reeves has been very good for this team so far. It was really the Laker bench last night that helped them get the win. And that's even with, you know, Kent Bazemore having his best game of the season so far. Didn't miss a shot on three attempts. Uh, DeAndre Jordan minutes, he played okay. Probably his best outing of the season. But still, when he's on the court, they're just not really that good of a team. Um, I'm interested to see how how many minutes he's going to get as this season progresses because so far it just hasn't looked great with him on the court but one thing about the Lakers and this is I don't think I even mentioned Russell Westbrook he played a solid game last night for the most part of the game but then ended up the game with nine turnovers even though he had 13 assists um the thing about a guy like a Russell Westbrook it usually takes him a while to get going it takes him a while to you know get into his rhythm we saw it last season with the Wizards it took him until like pretty much the second half of the season to really kick everything into high gear so once again this might take him some time and this Laker team some time to really you know gel and you know figure out what his role can be on this team they wanted to put the ball in his hands a little more last night and they were down early on um, they were able to fight back and get the victory but it's it's going to be a work in progress um you know he's one of like Westbrook's one of the you know few stars that Sometimes it takes a while to get going. I, me- I remember Nikola Jokic had that problem. Sometimes Joel Embiid has that problem, just starting off the season strong. And 
Another guy, James Harden, has that problem. We're going to get into the Brooklyn Nets as they are 1-2 and two on the season now. Losing to the Charlotte Hornets, and we're going to give the Hornets their praise because they deserve a lot of it. But we're going to start with the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of talk's going to be, you know, they, they need Kyrie Irving, they need Kyrie Irving. I think they do need Kyrie Irving, but they they got to play with the hands that the hand that they are dealt with right now, and they don't have Kyrie, so they're trying to fill in that gap, which is a big-time gap on the offensive side of the ball. And James Harden is off to a slow start this season. Um, he's not looking good. I don't know if it's because him not being able to draw as many fouls is really getting to him. He only attempted one free throw last night. I mean, I can't remember the last time I looked at the box score and seen James Harden only took one free throw unless he got hurt early on in the game or something like that. But it just hasn't been the James Harden type of start, you know, that we're used to um, or just the James Harden that we're used to. But he is somebody that kind of starts the season off slow sometimes. We saw it last season. He showed that he can hoop, and then he was pretty much, you know, fat out of shape until he got to Brooklyn. And so they've been leaning a lot on Kevin Durant on the offensive side of the ball. And he's been producing, but it's tough, you know, for KD to affect the game in so many ways. You know, you need a James Harden to really take over the playmaking, you know, duties. And James Harden, he's not been good at that so far. You know, as great as a playmaker as he can be, you know, eight turnovers last night, that's not going to get it done, especially against the Hornets team that is playing with the most confidence right now. Um, as far for the Nets, I'm glad to see Bruce Brown finally got some minutes. I think he's somebody that should have been playing you know, more minutes than, you know, the three minutes he played in game one and then the DMP he got in game two. He's somebody that definitely deserves more minutes because of his defensive value. But let's get to the to the Hornets because they are 3-0. They are 3-0, top of the conference so far, playing very well. We got to give a shout-out to Miles Bridges because he has been great. Miles Bridges has been great. Um, He had 32 again last night. I believe he had 32 the other night in Cleveland and he's playing with so much confidence he's somebody that really found his role last season coming off the bench in this season they put him in a starting lineup and he has been sensational so far um definitely an early candidate for most improved player probably somebody that not a lot of people had on their list because a lot of people didn't see him getting the starting nod this season but he's gotten that and he's played well played really well um the surprising thing I like the guts of coach James Borrego for the Hornets because LaMelo Ball is your best player. He's your best player. But Ishmith was playing so well down the stretch. They kept Ishmith, Ishmith in the game and pretty much played the majority of the fourth quarter, and they were able to get the victory. That takes guts to have your best player, arguably your best player, on the bench. Um, so shout-out to Borrego because it worked out, and they got the victory in Brooklyn now 3-0. They played the Celtics tonight, and the Celtics were able to get their first one of the season last night against the Houston Rockets in Houston. In a game where Jason Tatum played like Jason Tatum should play, played like he should play, was getting to the basket, uh, still took 11 threes, hit four of them, so he shot a little better from downtown, had nine rebounds, just played his type of game. No Jalen Brown in this one. Al Horford, his second game back. Um, I think Big Al is going to be a big time, you know, add to this team because he's arguably the best playmaker on this roster if you really look at it. Um, probably the best playmaker on this roster, even though he only had one assist last night. He's somebody that could run a lot of offense through at the high post. And I'm interested to see the dynamic of him and Robert Williams playing together. I think that can be an effective um, little front court duo. Uh, Dennis Schroeder had his best game of the season so far, 18 points, 50% shooting. Played really well, five rebounds, five assists. Uh, try not to get into the box score too much, but I think it just it's easy to um, – 
to show how, you know, well sometimes the player is playing when you talk about, you know, the stats that they put up, especially when a guy like Schroeder hasn't played well so far this season. In game one, he had some timely shots but wasn't really great. In game two, he was pretty bad. Same thing with Marcus Smart. You know, he affected the game like he does so well, you know, in all aspects. Uh, he didn't score the other night or he didn't hit a field goal, but was able to, you know, hit three shots last night. Um, surprisingly, Grant Williams has been pretty good so far this season. I really like the confidence that he's playing with. They said he's like 20 pounds lighter than he was last season, and his play looks like it's improved because of that. So shout out to him. Uh, Josh Richardson, uh, he didn't play game one, but he played game two, didn't really do much play last night. Wasn't great, but I think he's somebody that he's going to need to get into the flow of the offense a little bit, and I'll be excited to see you know when he gets his rhythm, how good he can possibly be for this team. And for the Rockets, we got to talk about Jalen Green scoring 30 points in just his third career game. Shout out to him. Hit eight three-pointers, eight to ten from downtown. Big-time performance. Uh, this Rockets team is fun. Uh, they're probably not going to win a lot of games, but they are very fun to watch. Uh, Christian Wood's been playing really good so far this season. They just have so much young talent, man. Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Alperin Shangun made some nice hustle plays last night. Um played really well. I'm just I'm excited for this team and their future, but even watching them right now, very fun team to watch. Definitely keep an eye on them. And let's get to um the Sixers bouncing back after blowing the lead um against against the Brooklyn Nets the other night. Uh Seth Curry had like twenty three points in the first quarter. He was a microwave. He played really well. And then, you know, Philly, a game that they probably should win. Um a game that they probably should win and they did. Uh as for the Thunder, I've been interested because um Josh Giddy, he had a very good game last night. 19, 7, 7 assists, 8 rebounds. Very good game. Um, for some reason, it looks like Shea kind of adjusted his jump shot a little bit. In the first couple of games, he was struggling, but last night he had a really good game. Uh, only hit 1-6 from deep. I'm interested to see if that's, you know, something that affects him this season because it looks like his form changed a little, a little not drastically, but just enough to maybe throw his shot off a little bit. So I'm interested to see you know, how that affects him the rest of the season because he's typically typically been a very good jump shooter, you know, so far in his early career. I'm not sure why a young guy like Pokaszewski is only getting six minutes of playing time. He should definitely be getting more minutes unless there's an injury or something like that. Um, but, you know, as for OKC, it's, they've looked pretty poor so far. This is probably their better game, you know, one of the better games that they played so far this season. Um, I don't like how the Sixers announcers – um, said that I don't know if you saw the if you guys saw the clip, but basically Joel Embiid went for a chase down block on Josh Giddy. Foul was called. They both kind of crashed to the floor, and the Sixers announcer basically said, "I don't care about Josh Giddy being down. I care about Joel because you don't like to see Joel fall like that, which is true. But definitely, you don't want to see Josh Giddy hit the ground like that too because they both took a hard spill to the floor. So, um, announcers are typically not great." In, in pro sports, they got to be better than that, though, because that's just that's just, you know, simple morals at that point, man. Be better for sure. Um, let's go to the Knicks and the Magic. The Magic get a surprising road win in New York after getting blown out by the Knicks the other night. Um, really like this Magic scene, man. The young guys. I love seeing Cole Anthony have a big game. 29 points, 16 rebounds for the guard. Big time game. Also had eight assists, man. That is a great stat line. Just looking at it on paper, that is a very good performance from Cole Anthony. Mo Bamba has been playing pretty solid numbers-wise this season. Um, he had a double-double last night. Been playing pretty solid. So has Wendell Carter Jr. Um, 
this team, very young. I like seeing their young guys get a lot of minutes. Can't wait to see Jalen Suggs um, continue to, you know, better his play. And a, a surprising loss for the Knicks, Julius Randle looks like he struggled a little bit. Derrick Rose played well off the bench. L- yeah, a little bit of, um, you know, probably just a, a lazy effort from the Knicks. I'm sure they're going to bounce back. They've looked like one of the better teams so far this season. So not really too worried about, you know, them. It's been weird. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, good teams drop games like this. Like we saw the Blazers drop one to the Kings. We saw the Kings almost give the Jazz and the Warriors a scare, which we're going to talk about in a second. Like some teams have really been losing to bad teams or it's been a lot of surprises so far this season. So this loss by the Knicks doesn't really surprise me. Uh, you know that they're going to bounce back. And I believe, lastly, the last game is that Warriors and Kings game that we're going to talk about right now because Warriors got the win. They're 3-0 in the season. Steph Curry didn't play amazing, but he had 20, he had 10 assists, which I think is a, a very big stat line. He shot 9 for 23, so not great. 4 15 from deep. That's the Davion Mitchell effect. I'm here to talk about Davion Mitchell. Uh, the The rookie guard came off the bench. Had a good offensive game. Didn't have a good offensive game the other night against Donovan Mitchell, but very good defensive game in that contest. I think he held Mitchell to, like, one of six shooting when he was, you know, guarding him. So that's a big, a, a big you know, ups to his defense, which is, you know, one of his qu- most quality traits, uh, talking about Davion Mitchell, is his defense. And he guarded Steph Curry majority of the game last night, and he did a pretty good job. Nine for 23 for Steph Curry. That's not a great night for Steph, honestly. That's not a great night, you know, shooting the ball from the floor. And Davion Mitchell, um, I'm going to say I think he has all the capabilities of making a defensive team this season as a rookie. As long as he doesn't get hurt, I think he already has the reputation of being a good defender. You know, just coming into the league, he has that reputation. I think he's going to be somebody that can really make an all-defensive team. Um, as for this Kings team, I think they're they're almost right there. It's just like they're almost missing something, and I don't know what it is. Um, Marvin Bagley got a DNP last night. I guess he's really somebody that's only going to get playing time if Rashawn Holmes is in extreme foul trouble, and maybe that's not even the case because Tristan Thompson got 16 minutes last night compared to zero from Marvin Bagley. Like I mentioned the last time we talked about the Kings, I want to see how that situation works out. Jordan Poole had another good game last night, 22 points. Draymond hit six shots, 14 points. I'd like to see uh, an aggressive Draymond shot 12 shots I like to see that from Draymond Green and the Warriors 3-0 looking good so far this season making me retract a lot of the things that I said before the season can't wait to see them at full strength you know with Wiseman back with Clay Thompson back and see what kind of team that they can be but that's a wrap for the games from Sunday night um sorry that it's just audio this time I will be back home very soon and we'll be able to turn the camera on talk about some games man but I appreciate y'all for tuning in and I'll be back next time.